0: Welcome to Rocking Our Priors. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Evans. Now, why is fertility declining? Both conservatives and progressives typically presume that falling fertility is due to a shift in women's preferences. Conservatives often lay blame on over educated women, privileging their careers. Progressives, meanwhile, emphasise women's burdens. Since men and the state provide so little support, motherhood now poses an unbearable hit. See the new paper by Doebke and others. Came out last year. But I have a question. What about men? Both left and right assume that men would love to have more kids, but fertility is being dragged down by women. Is that assumption correct? Actually, no. If you look at Eurobarometer data, there is zero difference in the gender gap in fertility preferences. So there's a question. Uh, they said, for you personally, what would be the ideal number of children you would like to have or, or have? And for every single number, there. in fact... Mm, so, for to have two kids, 53% of women, 51% of men. So, slight bias in favour of women. For three kids, 29% of women say so yes, 25% of men. Now, obviously, it's difficult to know how we should interpret these sort of hypothetical, counterfactual responses to a survey. But it doesn't seem like women are the ones who are really holding down fertility. Like, there's no... There's no available evidence that there's a gender gap, is all I'm saying. That is my weak claim. So both conservatives and progressives may be wrong to attribute falling fertility to women's preferences. Instead, I suggest that we think more about men and society in general. So let me share an alternative hypothesis. Here are my three claims. One. One raising children is enormously costly. Two, historically people overcame these preferences because child labour could be exploited, fertility was hard to control, and religious communities perpetuated widely shared ideologies that raising children is godly, fulfilling, and key for respectability. You know, motherhood was culturally celebrated as a woman's greatest, most fulfilling role. Although some parents experience postnatal depression and detachment, That dissent was suppressed by stigma. You know, unaware others then underestimated the risks. You always hear new parents comment, I didn't know it would be so hard, right? It's because of the cultural celebration of families that other people, you know, might, historically might not have known about the toll. Okay, so here is my third claim. In rich liberal countries... Men and women enjoy a broad spectrum of activities for entertainment and status. You can climb the corporate ladder, write more economics papers, play video games, watch TV shows, anything you want on demand, or travel the world. Soaking up cultural diversity, says me in Catalonia. So the choice is yours. You know, we live in a world of endless opportunities for entertainment, status, And advancement, both on and offline. Kids can be hugely fulfilling. But this hugely expensive project now faces stiff competition. Moreover, given widespread individualism and liberal tolerance, you are now free to do as you please. Gone are the days when family and friends would pester you to have a baby or two. By comparison, when I lived uh, for 18 months in Zambia, women would often encourage me to have a baby. You know, be so nice, Alice, have a baby. No one would say that in the UK. So child may have lost its appeal in an increasingly competitive marketplace. Both the marketplace for ideas and practical opportunities for entertainment and leisure. Now, of course... There are other hypotheses like exorbitant childcare, house prices, and other economic costs. Either way, I'm not convinced that fertility is just about gender. Rather, if we ever want fertility to rise, we need to think more about men. This is Rocking Our Prize, and I'm Dr Alice Evans. Take care.